Welcome to the On-Premise IT Roundtable podcast, the only show that dares to be both on-topic and on-location, or on-premise and on-premises. Each time we meet, we bring together IT luminaries to discuss a single concept. In this episode, we'll be discussing how simplification adds risk. But first, let's meet our panel for today. Keith Townsend, CTO Advisor on Twitter. Andrew Miller, and Driven on Twitter. Christopher Cusack, I'm CXI on the Twitters. Max Potilaro, at Dark Avenger on Twitter. All right, thank you. So today we're going to discuss how simplification adds risk. Basically, there's a focus in enterprise on IT on making things so much more simpler for infrastructure and operations teams that they have to think less about architecture when they're building solutions. But what if there are things that are missed in that simplification that affect other teams within the organization? I think you had some thoughts on this, Andrew. I did. I'm, I might end up talking on both sides of my mouth on this one, but the idea of simplification adding risk, sometimes when you take something and you dramatically simplify it, and there's still some underlying complexity, that can really bite you in the whatever thing you choose to insert there, right, kind of thing. I, I'm going to take one example. Let's say you take synchronous replication and you simplify that dramatically at the storage layer. Is that a self-contained thing? Well, well, no, you've got the storage layer, but then you've got applications, you've got networking, you've got network tromboning. Well, I simplified this so much that maybe it's cheaper or it's easier, and so people start to play with this that never would have touched it before. And even if the piece down here is as simple as advertised, now they've wandered in this bigger landscape that can have some landmines that they may not even think about as they're going into that. Well, think you wanted to disagree, Chris? Well, I do. I still agree. parts and uh, I have to actually disagree with is just because you made it simpler, which is absolutely fine. You, synchronous replication should be, from a storage construct, something relatively simple. However, if they read the release notes in fill in blank of every single vendor, what is the number one factor when you're looking at synchronous replication that you always need to account for? Number one, round trip time. The rest of it, who cares after that point, is can you meet the requirements of round trip time? If you cannot, then you're in asynchronous replication with the hopes of being synchronous replication. And that is, you can simplify the technology as much as you want, and it's going to do deployments easy, operations easy, uses easy, the ability to go from sync to drop down to an async stat, and then resync back up to a sync state. All that should be fundamentally easy underneath the covers and has been complicated as time has gone on by the vendors. But if you don't have your carrier speeds, while line length, you, you, if you don't have your RTT where it needs to be, none of that really matters because then you have, it's a technical limitation. It's not that the product was too easy to make that part workable. It's, we made it so it's good there, but it, it, you should have some of the release notes that says, you must have an RTT of some sub 50. Five, or sometimes sub 200, yeah, or, or five, but some people have actually made it where it's consumable, but that's not a problem of simplification. That's a problem of architecture and physics and the speed of light. So let's think about that. From We're all living in this hybrid era that once we get past the abstractions, we realize, man, you know what? Hardware still matters. We're at a conference now, and we're talking about speeds and fees eventually. But we started out the conversation about abstraction on top of abstraction. And then once we finally got to the hardware, we're like, oh, wow, that's where it could break. So what happens? I'll make a statement, and you guys can um, debate me. <laughs> but what happens when abstractions become Kubernetes? 
And now you look at it like, oh yeah, it's really simple, but no, not not. Well, it's not really simple. It's, it's, it's <laughs> the, the 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 concept was very simple once uh, Docker started out with. Even if you go all the way back to containers and Docker uh, commercializing containers and quote unquote simplifying containers, except for it made networking very hard. And it made uh, you in introduce risk into your application architecture because you made it too simple. Well, I, I can't, the problem with Kubernetes doesn't stand so much on simplification as the fact that it was written for one customer with one application. So none of those things should matter. Mm -hmm. And maybe also one thing is, are we, are we talking about simplification also or standardization? Because the two kind of tend mm -hmm. to, to run in parallel as well. And sometimes you, you want to... Uh, let's say simplifies for the sake of, uh, you standardize for simplifying, for making things easier. And you get into a discussion of, you know, pets versus cattle, or a kind of, you know, regular applications versus applications which need emotional support, you know, where they need everything to be custom tailored. So sometimes you get into building a standard solution, and does it fit everyone's uh, foot or shoe, whatever? You know, yes, for 80% of the cases, but then you get the extra applications or use cases where it just doesn't work. And, and, you know, do we need to simplify and then build a lot of, you know, other things next to it? Or should we just look at things, you know, what we want to achieve, what are we looking at architecting in the end? Well, well let me ask the question of you guys is, do you feel as though simplification increases or reduces risk? I'll take that one, because <laughs> I thought about this before. I'm going to talk out both sides of my mouth as an it depends, classic engineer, you got to say it, right? It depends on the amount of the landscape that you're encompassing and the amount that people realize. So, for example, I started out with backup products, Tivoli Storage Manager, way back in the day, right, which just doesn't exist anymore by that name. Super complex. There are people who have taken the backup landscape and dramatically simplified that in the ways that I think overall haven't backfired because they encompassed enough of the landscape, right, if you will, where you're not going to run into day-to-day -day stuff where that, you get outside that simplicity boundary of what they encompassed in the product design. Other areas, just because it's between different companies, we talked about replication, last week we talked about storage, other ones, sometimes you're simplifying a component of that landscape, mm -hmm. and that's where you're simplifying a piece that then people run into the overall complexity in that landscape. And, and even though you've done an awesome job, that's, that's outside of the paradigm of what you can control. Mm -hmm. Did I totally weasel out of that one? Or no, I mean, it's not so bad. <laughs> well, I think you, 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 the impact of Javon's, Javon's paradox so when you make something really simple, more people will start to use it and consume mm -hmm. it. And AWS is a great example of that. People who have no business operating IT are now consuming IT. I mean, in some serious, pretty serious applications, and you, you know, you go configure a, a S3 bucket and you start, you create this really differentiating application within your industry just to realize, wow, I didn't, I left it open to all because I have no clue about anything about security. So the risk becomes is when you lower the barrier of entry to, in this case, technology, you're going to increase the uses among people who would never have used it before, and that is a risk. Anytime something grows 10x, it becomes a different thing. Mm -hmm. We can talk about like network speeds, but we can do it gigabit versus 10 gig or 100 meg. And the consumption and usage of it. I wish I thought of Jevons Paradox. That's awesome because it, it's not, you're not consuming the same thing. You're almost consuming a different thing at 10 times or 100x in the organization. 
Well, is simplification the enemy here then? Or is it lack of awareness and education on those who are consuming whatever the service or infrastructure education is? Education and awareness are a problem. Well, that, that's the point. You make the AWS example. Let's, we'll let's bring that home, like literally home, IoT. There was that family who they, uh, they got notified that, hey, you left your passwords default on your cameras. So we connected in and we told you, hey, you left your passwords open on your cameras. And they all freaked out. And one, was that person doing something bad? Was it a risk that they left their, their passwords at default or they didn't change them? Yes, that was a risk. What, is, is it because it was too easy to deploy? Maybe. But let's just say uh, enough people uh, deploy complicated enough systems on a daily basis and still don't change the passwords. You go through and do a standard security scan of environment and you're going to find a lot of problems. Is that because it was too easy? No. But that's where simplification comes, I see, as a value. And in general, it's, it's one, you want to think, make things simple but not simpler. But you also want to remove risk from people. So if there's a problem, like, hey, we're, we're trying to make this thing easier. If, if this is something that's normally been complicated and difficult and we're able to remove the ability for user interaction so that way it just happens. Like we don't have, in your home, you can go and change your outlet. You can. But should you go and change out the entire box? Probably not. You should, get an, you should probably get a professional in for that. Could you? You technically can, but usually we kind of draw the lines. And most of them will say, do this, but don't do that portion of it. And kind of know where you draw those lines on yourselves, because you want to make things not so, so uh, accessible that everyone's just going to go try and do it, and then half the people are out there killing themselves on a daily so, basis. So I have at home two parts of this statement. I have at home a Eero wireless system. The oversimplification as an engineer, I hate it. As a, it just, it works, it's great. So, you know, I was able to go in there, do some parental controls, and things became simple. However, I give my 11-year-old an LTE device, very simple, but I've created a whole nother problem that I no longer have controls for. So, is simplification fine, just as long as I have nerd knobs? Or is simplification bad because I don't have nerd knobs and it adds risk? The risk of giving my 11-year-old a LTE device is very different than the risk of me giving them a Wi-Fi-enabled device. That's out of scope. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> I mean, because if you go and you turn that thing on airplane mode, now it thinks within the scope of the environment that you originally designed. If you think about it, simplifying, what is the impact of the simplification? Are you just looking at simplifying the management you know, interface of a product, for example? Or are you mm -hmm. simplifying the way the underlying architecture of this product is working? Yes. So, so that makes kind of a difference in a way. We're, we're you know? having a security conversation. So, so, so that's where the, the kind of risk factor plays in. If you're just making it, you know, nerd knob safe, and you're not fundamentally looking at you know, modifying the underlying architecture of a storage array, for example. But if you're simplifying the way the storage array works, I mean, you're removing, for example, I'm just saying something stupid here, maybe making it just using one way of you know, replicating data, or as you said before, or just having one single mode for resiliency or um, we would say you know, um, redundancy of data, then perhaps you're introducing a risk because it depends what kind of data you're trying to well, protect. Look back in the days of when we used to do vMotion. Mm -hmm. Way back in the days. Way back when. Yeah, that was a command line. You're getting on the CLI and you're doing a bunch of commands. Mm -hmm. Now it's like drag and drop or right click and mm -hmm. walk through a couple menus. They all accomplish 
all three of those accomplish the exact same results. Do you think in that scenario, now the non-simplified version of that did not introduce risk? It actually, it, by, by having you have to type a bunch of commands in, that was risky. Versus dragging and dropping, greatly diminished the risk in this specific context. Well, in that case, you, back then you would not have created a vMotion storm, if you will, mm -hmm. and running stuff out of resources yeah. possibly. Today, you just set a policy when if you don't, if you don't watch it, you could. So it feels like almost we're talking about not defaulting to the idea of simplification as an automatic good, and, and again, but the, unpacking where it affects your environment, which, man, I feel like those are weasel words, but it, it takes it beyond the simplify good to what does it do to my environment and my people. I think, it, I think the bottom line is that we <clears throat> unveil kind of the marketing FUD when someone comes out and says, we're making something super simple. You know, the HCI crowd would always tell us that HCI reduces cost. Well, yeah, maybe if you only had four servers to begin with and yeah. that was your environment. But if you're a large enterprise, you're not going to bring in HCI and get rid of your Pure, your uh, VMAX, et cetera. That stuff is still going to be there. Yes. You may actually add complexity you to do. your environment Absolutely. because now you have another architecture. architecture that you have to support in your you environment. You want it to simplify and you standardize on something, and then you figure out that the standard use case doesn't fit everything. So you need to invest additional money to support these non-standard use cases. That's so in fact, you're getting into complexity again. That's the classic. There's too many tools. Let's create a new tool <laughs> for the tool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, single standard to unify them all, and now we have an extra competing standard with all our standards. Yes. So I guess the question is, you know, is it a yes or no question? Or is it an it depends question, as Andrew said? Does simplification always yes or no at risk? Uh, final thoughts, Keith? You know what? We're computer scientists, or we're in the business of computer science. Our job is to uh, abstract complexity. That doesn't solve complexity. The underlying complexity was, will always be there, and I think that's the bottom line, is that you, the complexity never leaves. We just move it. Andrew, final thoughts? Does, does simplification introduce risk? Is it a yes or no question? If you don't understand what you're simplifying, there's no free lunch. If you move things down the stack, you need to understand what you're choosing to simplify and give away. Maybe those are choices you can make once and forever and be done with it, but if you don't understand that, it can bite you later. Does simplification reduce risk? Yes, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it doesn't. Very helpful and not at all confusing. <laughs> but that's the point, it, because it covers on both sides of it, as it can and doesn't have to. It all depends upon whether it's you simplifying something or if it's the vendor doing it on your on your behalf. Sometimes it can reduce it. Sometimes it's one thing if it's you every time I'm trying to do on a daily basis. Hey, we're going we're gonna to reduce the risk on this. We're actually simplifying to reduce risk. But just by the mere nature of simplifying something does not implicitly reduce risk. So, Max, final thoughts. Does not understanding the simplification actually introduce the risk? Yes, most, most definitely. It's a matter of defining the scope and looking at what you're achieving, what you're trying to simplify. Mm -hmm. Very good. That should about do it. Uh, thank you for listening to the On-Premise IT Roundtable. If you enjoyed the discussion, remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show in iTunes, since that really helps our visibility, and to share the show with your friends. This podcast was brought to you by gestaltit.com, your home for IT coverage from across the enterprise. For show notes and more episodes, go to gestaltit.com slash podcast. Thanks. We'll see you next time.